Shit. We back for another episode of Was It Good? And of course, we're talking Mandalorian Season 2, Chapter 12, The Siege. We'll be breaking it all down. And as always, spoilers ahead. So if you don't have... Oh, wow. It says, so if you haven't seen the damn episode, don't think it... Don't, don't want it ruined. Stop. Do not pass go. Come back when you're, you've watched the episode. And as always, I'm your host, Ravi. And I'm joined by the two other Ramgo pals, Christian and Arjuna. And we also have a special guest, Daryl Terrell. Daryl, welcome. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Thank I just you. want to know. Great uh, job. Thank the... you. He did great. Uh, no, he did it. Daryl, he did horrible. He's done it in months. You can rip on yeah. that. Hey, I'm a guest. <laughs> I'm a guest. I'm, I'm being nice. <laughs> no, no, but you're a guest, so you have, like, uh, guest special features, which means you can just rag on us. Oh, uh, I have immunity? Yeah, you have immunity. Uh, last week's guest, Brett, took full okay. advantage of it. Um, so. He was, he, he okay. was especially mean to Arjuna. <laughs> he really was. Um, and we'd like to keep that trend with our guests, so please just... Anything Arjuna says, just disagree, because you'll see a side of Arjuna that I don't, I'm not sure if you've seen this side, but he loves to um, <laughs> debate. It's not a bad thing. It's a good quality. Okay. Um, but just disagree with everything. I usually live my life that way. Yeah, it's kind of Arjuna's funny. like, hey, maybe you should. Um, he's getting he's getting better, but it's a slow process. Like uh, when he was better. younger, like two years ago, two anytime, years ago, like two wow. years ago, if you could push his buttons, he would explode. <laughs> you know, but now he's just. No, it is true. I had a horrible a slow temper burn. as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Don't burn. we? Don't we all? Yeah, I mean, we all really had. Well, I mean, but he he took a while to get to the explosion. Part. Yeah, two years. <laughs> two years is the magic number <laughs> speaking of being a kid and being a child uh this episode obviously the mandalorian uh we had a lot of the child right off the bat mm. i think it was probably the most cutest episode the most cutest the most cutest uh wow. if you uh if you're if you're watching I, I us agree. right now live on twitch our actual title was uh, the Mandalorian Among Us crossover that we all needed. Oh, the reason yes. I titled it that was because at the very beginning of the episode, you have Baby Yoda kind of crossing the wires. And there's a ton of like internet memes like right after the episode came out, like what the Mandalorian sees and what Baby Yoda sees. And like Baby Yoda, <laughs> it's the, you know, for those who have played Among Us, <laughs> it's the little wire connection, <laughs> like with the colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my which God. Is great. I thought that was fun. Do I we mean, think, do we think the creators actually made, wanted to make that connect? No. I don't, know if they Among were just... us, I don't know if Among Us was out when they were... Among Us has been out for over a year now. It's been oh, out for almost two know? years. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. been out for a while. I didn't pick up. It just hasn't... It became popular more recently, though. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, COVID. But right off the bat, I want to talk about these blue <laughs> um, macaroons. Macaroons? Macaroons. Macaroons. Yeah. Sure. Um, did anyone... Macaroons? Did anyone feel... Dar- Cookies. Daryl, after, after you saw that, did you get the urge to go out to the store and buy some? Uh, you know what? I did because I really love them. There's a place in downtown LA um, that I used to get them all the time, and nice. just seeing them, I wanted to be able to do what Baby Yo did and kind of take them to the screen. But <laughs> delicious. Yeah, yeah. We, can you can you tell us where that place is? Because we're we're near LA. <laughs> I literally have nothing to do after this episode, so I have no. I, I don't mind going and getting myself some. Oh, I gotta remember the name of the place. Oh, no worries. Uh, it's on Seventh Street. And I think it's on Seventh and Hill. Oh, okay. It's like a big restaurant. A, they have a whole. Pan- could it be Seventh and Grand? Someone in the comments just commented, maybe Seventh and Grand. Maybe Seventh yeah, Grand. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, it just yeah. looks like we have to go to Seventh and just drive up and down it until we find. We'll find it. I yeah. want it. Yeah. Anywho, so one of the the. Uh, Bottega Louis, correct here. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Boot. Boot. Bot. 
Bottega, Bottega, Bottega Lue. <laughs> no, there we go. Yeah. Can we just do an episode where Rappy, we just give Rappy like 10 words and he tries to pronounce them? We should just give him the That's a live like the most complicated <laughs> script. Just yeah, real quick, real quick. I just want to throw this out there. This is a crazy idea. We could definitely do that. And then somehow we'll beam my, that video into space. And then billions of years later, when the human race is gone, that and someone finds that one video, they're like, wow, the human language is really fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah, all thanks to yeah, you. Yeah, all thanks to me. I'm going to bring it all down. <laughs> uh, but the reason I bring up the child and those blue uh, macaroons. macaroons is because my one word impression is going to be blue. Blue, not just because of the blue macaroons, but also the color palette. Because we're back on Navarra, the color palette of the episode was very, very like a bluish kind of tint, gray, a gray yeah. until we got you know, obviously the big, epic motherfucking '80s explosion, which very much felt a little like I wanted them because obviously this episode was directed by Carl Weathers. I really kind of wish they did the Commando thing. Because at the end of Commando, <laughs> he blows up the uh, one of the buildings, and they sh- show that same explosion about five or ten different angles. Mm-hmm. A part of me kind of wishes they went a little all full eighties on this and showed it multiple angles, which would have just been it, chef's kiss. If they had gone full eighties for this episode, I probably would have watched it at least five more times because <laughs> that would have been incredible, amazing. Uh, it's so funny too because we just watched Commando for our dad's birthday. Yes, so <laughs> I don't know if it was. <clears throat> You know, the fates were planned, you know, the coincidence. Quinkadink. <laughs> uh it was Boy. planned that way, but it was it was quite it was quite fantastic. Daryl, what would you say your one word impression to kind of uh, recap the full episode would be? It doesn't have to be specifically about the episode, it could also be about your viewing experience, if something happened that was memorable, etc. Uh I picked galvanize for my one word. Oh, yeah. Um because as soon as I seen Baby Yoda doing that electrical work, I was like, well, first, why is he doing that? He's a baby. Not technically not a baby, but... Um, and then, you know, just the whole episode, everything that had to do with him and then me having a daughter right now just, like, tied in together for some reason. Uh, it was pretty pretty exciting to watch. And, I don't know, galvanized, like, shock and awe for most of the episode for what was going on. So when you saw that scene with the child and, and he's wiring, did you get the idea of... Hey, if I need some work done, the kid is small enough that you could put them in like. <laughs> I remember as a kid that our father, I remember at the age of like four or five, he made me mow the lawn. So, <laughs> say. Uh, he didn't do make, you have, do totally he didn't make you do anything. Work, you took though. the reins of that that's, thing and wanted to push it around. I mean, it's a, that's not electrical work. That's pretty <laughs> far away yeah. from <laughs> True, very true. Actually, right, right though, as a kid, uh, probably tried to do his own electrical work because yeah, you... Fun fact, actually. Like fun that. fact. When we moved into this this uh, oh uh, t- townhouse condo place, uh, within the first <laughs> week, we were hanging things up. And in my room, I started drilling a hole and for some in a wall. And for some reason, I was like, you know what? I want to check what's on the other side of this wall. I go out into the hallway and realize, oh, there's the breaker for the whole house on the other side of the wall. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, so if I had kept drilling, that would have been a great... You would have destroyed yourself and the house. I mean, more importantly, the house, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Yeah, that, that would have been terrible. We wouldn't be doing this right <laughs> exactly. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. No, no, no. No, Dar, we would be doing it. Just we're, we're <laughs> <laughs> Your set wouldn't look this good. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Christian, what would you say your one word impression? We've already thrown, We've already thrown the word around a lot. It's 80s. 80s. Uh, nice. For me, 
uh, it, uh me and Ravi were we watched this uh, together it was his second time but uh the whole action sequence in the second half of the episode it was very much I, I very much got like an 80s feel from it where it was a little bit over the top there were like funny one-liners um the explosions were fantastic the and also like the elevation of the action sequences it felt like an like an action movie now previous episodes of the mandalorian the action's been really good but it's felt more like a almost like a a samurai story where it's very quick you know it's a couple shots here and there there are some episodes where there's like prolonged shootouts and whatnot but this one it was like there were like especially specifically like the chase scene it was like like three evolutions of what was happening, right? They had the shootout, then they got into the thing, and then we had that funny, the funny uh, part where the the speeders are coming down, and the the speeder troopers are like all badass, like yeah, yeah, yeah. and then also yep. like, two of them crash, yeah, yeah, and then they crash, die, and that was just hilarious to me. Even before that, with the the blue guy, where he's like taking cover and he's doing this mithril, mithril, yeah, oh uh, like, yeah, he's like doing Popping this, like and, and just. <laughs> the, the action was fantastic and also humorous, and to me that just you know, uh, I don't know if it's an accurate statement to say that it's an '80s thing, but that, it, it reminded me of. I thought 80s, I thought the ship battle movie. too uh, with the Razor Crest at the end was really really cool. Oh yeah, really well done. It almost reminded me of um, Episode Seven with the Falcon on Jakku when they're kind of just kind of chasing, and you oh, kind of yeah. have those cool you know, um, far away kind of shots when you have, you have like, like landscape shots. Zoom. Yeah. yeah. I thought, I thought that was really cool and really well done. It's like the best razor crest stuff. I think we've had this season, if not the whole show. I agree. Um, it definitely make me, made me want to pick up my Lego razor crest set that I don't have and fly it around. <laughs> wow. Also baby Yoda, like acting like it was a roller coaster. That like a, is that like a gift shout out? You use fishing for gifts? <laughs> we'll tell you, we'll, Darryl, we'll tell you after the podcast. It'll make more sense. I'm not, I'm not at liberty to say what what I mean by that, unfortunately. Um, but when you what when, when, when we make the connect, you, you'll 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 find it pretty funny. Um, but yeah, Arjuna, what would you say your one word impression? You is? know, I I've gone back and forth on this. I really wanted to go Carl for Carl Weathers, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with, uh, to move the conversation forward. I'm gonna go with midichlorians <laughs> as my one word. Get out because they st- Arjuna, they Arjuna, Arjuna, Arjuna. They we, dropped M count in this. We episode. said at the start when we when we launched was it good? We would never bring up that word. <laughs> <laughs> well, they brought it up yeah. indirectly. They did it. It's true. Uh, to quote to quote Samuel L. Jackson. He's got the fucking midichlorians. <laughs> Am I right? He's got the motherfucking, <laughs> got the motherfucking midichlorians. midichlorians. Uh, so for for our, for our audience who's not, who are not aware, in the prequel trilogy of Star Wars, episode one, episode one, <laughs> George Lucas decided to uh, explain the force. explain the force <laughs> by making it science. So essentially, there's this thing in your body called midichlorians. They're like this, life forms. Yeah, and you have this midichlorian count, and that um, that kind of emphasizes how much force. You're able to use. Yeah, and if any Dragon Ball, <laughs> any Dragon Ball Z fans out there will understand. Oh, his power level's over nine thousand. Yes, exact same level. Yeah. Uh, Anakin, for for reference, Anakin, a little boy, eight year old Anakin in Episode One, his midichlorian count was over twenty thousand, which is higher <laughs> than that of Master Yoda. Okay, so these these are the numbers that we're throwing around. These are the numbers um, that we. Was it ever stated how much Baby Yoda's was in no. season one? No, we just know it it's he. So it's it's implied in this episode uh, when they're talking that it's extremely high, <laughs> and that they will not find another donor who even matches 
the midichlorians count that is in Baby Yoda. So, midichlorians. Midichlorians. I love that. M count. The M count. Yeah. Well, with that, let's actually, uh, before we get, because midichlorians play a big part um, of this episode. I think when I started watching this episode, what I know of Christian and Arjuna, I was under I was under the impression that they would both be eye rolling, mm-hmm. but this episode did something that was really really cool. Where it took the formula that we've seen in one two episodes one two and three, <laughs> yeah. where it's Mando needs to go do something, but he wants to do something he or get somewhere. Someone. He's got to help someone else, and this episode definitely started that way. <laughs> and then to a T, to a T, where he's yeah. like, "I need you to help me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes like, oh, oh. yeah. So when, oh, when I first oh. watched it, I was watching it with Lauren. I was like, "These two are gonna fucking hate it." <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, I'm not looking for the pod. And then they go into that uh, science area where they have the weird fucking and tubes. Changes. And then they're talking M-count. I was like, oh, cool. This is different. Yeah, yeah. I was this, like, is, oh, this is the turning shit. point. There was definitely yeah. a few things that annoyed me in this episode, but we'll get to that. <laughs> what? No, we won't. No, we won't. But before we get there, uh, we're going to go through Arjuna's DVD chapter listing. Now, Daryl, Arjuna wrote this. And once again, I have not looked at it. So please, you know, make fun of Arjuna. Uh, but I want to go and go through this quickly, and then you let us know if this actually makes any logical sense, or is this just the ramblings of a lunatic? <laughs> Here we go. Gotcha. <laughs> so first chapter, chapter one, for the people. Wait, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Do I have a? Do I have a, yeah, for, for which do I have people, a chance to? Which people? Do I have a chance about? to explain? So yeah, the, you the opening shot is the uh, the bandits in the previous Mandalorian. In the armorers. In the armorers place. And they're doing stuff, and then the, our our new marshal for the planet, Cara Dune, comes and kills it, and she's like, gets all the stuff, and it's like, I gotta return it to the people. Oh, so, okay. For the people. Gotcha. Uh, so that also proves, I think, that that shot was weak. Because <laughs> I don't even remember that being the opening. I remember yeah. the opening being the child and the Mando doing their it, repairs. It might, it might be reversed. Yeah. It might be yeah. the rever- that, that was, and then that was it. But I couldn't remember, so I put that first. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. So you watched it one time? I only watched it once, and I watched it right at midnight. Oh, so you're probably and sleepy. Then I, and then, oh, I, and then okay. I... No, I wasn't sleepy. I was pretty awake. Wrote, and then you wrote this list? <laughs> <laughs> I watched it right after I watched The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> oh, man, that was a sad... What? A, what that's a different That's podcast. a different conversation yeah. for Monday. It's a different <laughs> podcast. Uh, chapter 2. Uh, memeable teaching. Hmm. What do you think, Daryl? I think it works. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely some fun, funny moments that can be relatable yeah. to human life. Blue. No red. <laughs> uh, Pedro's chin. A little tease there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, they need a straw hole. Like, so <laughs> he can't, he doesn't have to do that. But yeah, that works too. It was a little glimpse at, at the chin. Yeah. A couple times. Did anyone hear the uh, Vader um, mask remove oh, effect? That yeah. Seal break. The air pressure. We need to have a segment where it's just Ravi notices old school sound design from Star Wars. Which <laughs> proves I've watched those things way too much. That's <laughs> true. Uh, that ship is looking rough. Goddamn right yeah. about that. By the way, actually, I I, I want to bring this up. This is part. Uh, this is partly a hot take that I should have made last week. Not a hot take. A rant. Uh, that should have made last week, but I'm going to make it right now. The Mon Calamari are known for making badass ships, warships, like really good things. Part of the reason the Rebellion was able to kick the Empire's ass is because the Mon Calamari jumped in and said, 
We have those these warships. awesome fucking yeah. warships. That those people know how to build ships. So why is it fishermen wearing the JC Penn or blue sweater? It's a blue sweater. There's a connection. Why is it the JC Penny wearing uh, Mon Calamari? Because he wasn't a Mon Calamari. He's the other the other Mon race. Remember, there's a Mon Calamari, and then there's the Mon, whatever. Remember, there's like two races that look almost. And then were they identical. at war in one of those? Yeah, episodes? yeah, they're at war. You're talking the tentacle one. They're, no, 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 no. There are two that look very similar. Yeah. But they're technically different races. I believe. I believe when I was reading some supplementary info about last week's episode, Wikipedia. No, not Wikipedia. <laughs> um, that it was the it, that some it's, there were. I think there was a couple Mon Calamari, but most of them were the other race. Uh, yeah, don't be they calamari look, racist. They look to say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of our comments. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, fine, fine. fine. So your anyway. rant does not hold up. Whatever. All right. Anyway. Well, also he even says mon calamari. I don't think he does. He does. I'm gonna find this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna present we'll, my we'll argument again out. next week. We'll figure it. Next out. week I'll present my argument. Anyway, school and and macaroons. Accurate. Yeah, definitely. What was on the table in school? I was trying to figure it out. Is that like a game pad that they were working? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. a little joystick thing <laughs> on the desk. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was called. It was, it was like it was an iPad, desk. but it also had like some buttons and like it had a, t- a tiny little joystick. Light. I noticed it was probably what we thought that I what iPad should look like back then. Back then. Back then. Oh yeah. Back then. Okay. Long yeah. time ago. You mean in the future? Well, what I mean is, so when they came up with the idea of Star Wars, it was like Star Trek. If you look at a lot of the technology there, like in Star Trek, they have tricores that do all this analysis, but they're these big, thick, chunky things. And I think it's the same idea where back then we had an idea of like this data pad, but in some cases they would keep like a joystick or some kind of physical interface, while now it's just a flat touchscreen surface. So. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my thinking, but who knows? Yeah, uh, Blue Man Group's backup. What's that in preference to? Yeah, Gina. the blue guy. The blue guy. The blue guy. He's the, the backup. Man He's the backup Blue Man Group backup. member. Oh, Blue Man Group's backup. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, Daryl. He he's had some good ones. I'm, I'm not feeling this one. Uh, Mission yeah. time, <laughs> but in all caps. Not gonna scream that. Mission time. <laughs> Christian will. Uh, going up. On a Mando. <laughs> what? That's when he jetpacked up. Going up. That's like going up on a Tuesday. That works. Going up on Tuesday. Okay. I'll, I'll let that one go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the only one. If you're the only one letting that go. Yeah. Uh, blow it all up. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was the mission. Yeah. I mean, that's very blunt of you, Tuna. Yes. Well, I was told last week that my chapter listings were too long and sentencey, <laughs> yeah. so I really tried to keep it concise this week. Oh, you did. See? You did. You did. I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying to, you know, gather feedback and, and, and kind of redistribute it into it. Your next okay. one should be as boring as possible. Well, well, listen to this Same. one. Hold on. The next chapter title: Clones. No, no. You gotta vote, put the right intonation on it. Clone. Arjuna <laughs> 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 has clones. Question mark, exclamation point, question mark. Yeah, so I think... Oh, my, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's so actually, let's, let's dive into this, because I think this is the biggest piece of this episode. This is when, for me, when I was watching it, it was... Everything changed. Everything has changed, and this is a terrible movie voice. <laughs> um, but I, I kind of want to run around the table. There's uh, I want to know okay, what... Okay, run around the table. Okay, I, you, we can in this new set. <laughs> um, Daryl, when you first saw those clones... 
What were you? Th- what, what was your thought? What did you think? Disgusting, gross. Why would you keep that? Because that's what I was thinking. Um, I don't know. I was just thinking like, okay, where is this going to go next? Mm-hmm. Really, I wasn't thinking disgusting. I was just like, okay, this is just getting interesting. They're finally starting to like build the story out more, and it's not Mando doing uh, bartering jobs. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I, um, I think I had the same exact thought. I was like, oh, oh. Oh my! This okay. We've got something a little bit different now. We've, was we've, that your George Takai? Oh my! Oh. Uh, I didn't think about that, but yes, it was. Uh, so yeah, I, I totally that that makes sense. Yeah. The, uh, so when you saw it though, Daryl, did uh, I think we lost Daryl? Oh, he's oh. back. Oh. If we lost Daryl, he came back. Daryl, did, did, did we leave you for a second? I'm back. I'm oh, here. Okay. There we go. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. He's back. Oh, thank God. So, but yeah, no, I, I, uh, I had to, I had a very similar reaction. I was like, oh, finally, you know, here we go. Something that moves the story that at least most of us are interested in. Yeah. The whole story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah agreed. Uh, I know Christian, you and I were, ha- were going back and forth in terms of different theories. I- I'll let you go with your theory first on what sure. these potentially could be. So I, I, I immediately thought, uh, um, so they, so the scientists, got, yeah, because there's a lot of information, right, that's thrown at us in this like three minute. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, this is my, this is my life. I gotta think now. I gotta pray, pray to the gods, give me the right words. Christian had to think more than he had ever thought. It's true. It's true. Archie, uh, just real quick, you did a great job with this chapter title. Clearly, What here's the information that's presented to us. They need a host. They have a host and they have a donor, right? Uh, not a, maybe not a host, but the they're creating these life forms, and Baby Yoda seems to be a, a component where they're trying to pull his blood and put it into these vessels, right? So I immediately thought this has to be Palpatine. This has to be Palpatine. Hey, be respectful. It's Papa Palpatine. Pop. This has to be. You're right. I'm sorry. This has to be Papa Palpatine. New pizza joint uh, in the galaxy. Um, uh, he's trying to. He's cloning himself. He's having his uh, his people cloning himself, and he needs Baby Yoda's blood because it has a high enough midi chlorian count to sustain the body. And when they refer to the volunteers, that I immediately thought that's his cultists. There's been a big thing we've argued about this a lot in the sequel trilogy. Uh, how does Palpatine come back? Who are all these random robed figures in his like dark temple throne room esque? cave thing right on his dark force planet at the very end uh who are those people what, what where did they even come from this episode CGI. yeah they, they were, were they were very the much computers CGI. yeah they were compared by the, it's true <laughs> um but this to me lends this this is building more into that like that uh story element the cultists are the volunteers um and then uh ravi actually watched the fan video and and i think by the end of the episode, i'm like this is either palpatine or it's snoke and uh, Ravi watched a fan video afterward, or a fan theory video, that lends to a lot of ideas that it might be Snoke. Snoke's theme, apparently, starts playing. Yeah, this comes, shout out to the YouTube channel Star Wars Theory. Uh, great channel. They do live streams as well for watching and, and all that, so definitely check them out. Yeah. Um, but they had the theory that, go ahead. And then if you, and if you I think, freeze frame on uh, the clone, or, or the, the guy in the tank, it looks like it resembles Snoke a little bit. That that might be a scar on the right side of his face, um, and he looks, you know, bald and janky. 
just like Snoke. Yeah, and there's credence to that later in a line with a female Imperial officer, and we'll get to that in the chapter listing and stuff, where she kind of contacts somebody on the planet, and I forget the exact line, if she's like, you'll be rewarded well in the next order or the new order. The new era. The new era. Um, which is obviously implying that they're, first setting, order. they're setting up for, for th- these Imperials are setting up for first order. So a lot of um, the, um, a lot of the, the cosplay community went a little nutso when they saw that Imperial officer because she's not wearing the correct uniform that you would see on an Imperial officer. It's a weird hybrid between an Imperial officer during the, you know, OG trilogy and a first order Imperial officer. Oh, shit. And the other thing too is this is five years after the fall of the Empire, 25 years before we see the first order. Remember when we see the first order 25 years later from this point, they're already fully in action, have complete most dominance of the, the galaxy. So they're they're there already doing this, and I'm sure Moff Gideon is one of the early I just wanna folks. have I just want to have a quick shout out to my season prediction from season one of Mandalorian. Does anyone remember what it was? You would love this show, and blue uh, macaroons are your new favorite des- go-to dessert. No. Oh, okay. Uh, but but I just say first order would appear. Yeah, I thought did. it would be. I thought it was going to be season one. No, you you did, and I think what they're doing is this is very much in the same vein of the animated show Clone Wars uh, and even Rebels. It just is adding more context to what you have seen in the movies, and it, it's it maybe this is going to make the sequel trilogy better because you're going to get more context on Snoke. On the rise of Palpatine, which is severely lacking, obviously in the movies, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but maybe, maybe, maybe this makes it better. Who knows? Maybe yeah. in five years we're having a conversation where. Shout out to um, one of our commentators uh, on Twitch.tv slash Was Good. Uh, they're saying maybe Snoke is a failed Papa Palp clone, and then also, oh, wow. you know, if that's the case, and we know that Gideon needs Baby Yoda in order to complete this project, let's say that is the project, then that means the Mando will potentially fail, not fully, maybe in a capacity where it's um, they get enough blood to sustain this this thing, obviously. So that's kind of depressing. That's yeah. a good, I mean, that's a good Actually. point, because like, so far, the Mandalorian has had, He's by and far... He's been super successful. Like he really hasn't had a failure <laughs> yet in the show. He sort of fails his way of success. Yeah, but he's still ship breaks. Yeah. He still his has armor sucks but, sometimes. But we always talk about steaks, right? Yeah, on yeah. this podcast, like he has. You don't eat meat, though. Yeah, we're not talking about the, oh, tuna steaks, but we're <laughs> but we're talking about how uh, you know, like him and the child have have really they've been okay. Like the child hasn't been in severely hurt yet. Uh, and I feel like this this season is setting up for, you know, season one ends on a happy note, right? What do we always know about a lot of the middle of Star Wars, episode five, episode Depressing. eight? Depressing. Bad. Is season two potentially setting up really? to end on a on a sadder note? Are we are we setting up where the the season will end with Moff Gideon having the child in his hands and torturing him? Maybe. I mean, it's a good theory. It's a or good at least theory. you know taking his blood to put into uh, Snoke slash Papa Palp. Papa Pop, Papa Pop, Papa Pop, Papa Pop. The pizza joint that you didn't know you wanted. I know. Papa I swear, Pop. if Disney opens up a pizza place called Papa Palpatine, I'm gonna be very upset. Yeah, because that was upset. our idea. Yeah, first and foremost. <laughs> uh, so going back into the chapters here, <clears throat> so many wipes. All right, this is a personal peeve I have. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this when they're in the base. They use that that you know the, the classic Star Wars wipe. Oh, let's let's pause for real so quick. So many times. I, 
Our guest Daryl needs to first decide if it makes I'm sense. Sorry, without okay. you having to explain. I'm sorry. It. Go ahead. If a chapter <laughs> has to be explained, really bothered by this, then it doesn't work. Daryl, apologies on Arjun's behalf. Oh no worries. So I I I don't know. I didn't get it. It like went over my head. I was just like wipes. I was like baby wipes. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Changed baby yellow. I honestly did not notice <laughs> the transitions at all. I have no idea. I. I notice it because maybe I video edit too much, but there's the general rule of a, a shot before you do a transition like that. It should be like three seconds. And it felt like they were doing these wipes like every one second, every two seconds. And it's just like wipe, wipe. So you're upset at Carl. I'm upset at Carl. You know, I feel like Carl failed uh, in his notes when he gave him Carl to the editor. Fail. And he's like, you know, just put in as many wipes as you want. Yeah, but the A's was notorious for that. So... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think you did right then. I think you did a good job because yeah, yeah, yeah. they are filled with like weird wonky transitions. The whole reason Star Wars has like those classic like big wipes and ups and downs or whatever is because that was They're like bad. a that was a stylistic thing back then. <laughs> Star Wars has maintained it through uh, through the forty some years that it's, it's been around. Yeah, there's always bad wipes. Yeah, this was on a different level. This is on a different level it than, I've, than I've ever seen. In so this world. is the um, born identity level of action, but with wipes. Yes, it was born. It was born too many. Looked great wipes. to me. <laughs> Thank you, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, it looked great to everyone else except Arjuna. Uh, the infamous gunner seat. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. He he could have been a better shot, but definitely could have. That been was. A that was fun. It was fun. Do we all think Carl Weathers, like, he, he wrote that because he wanted to... Oh, he, yeah. He wanted a cool action uh, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, I don't know if he wrote the script. I, yeah. I know he directed it. Um, so, But maybe it called for a different character, and he yeah. was, like, the one... If you're a director... It's true. You can say, hey, get out of yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in there now. That's hilarious. I'm the gunner now. I'm the I gunner am now. the gunner now. Uh, Mando saves the day. Yeah, I mean that's implied always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every 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 chapter could be uh, could be that. Yeah, I did find it interesting though. This was like an episode where, you know, the Mandalorian is our our primary character. He flies away. We don't follow him. We follow yeah. Cara Dune and Grief and the Blue Man Group. Man, we uh, he leaves for half the episode. Yeah, which which yeah. I thought was an, he leaves for like three minutes. It's, no, no, it's it's Dude. it's more than three minutes. Yeah, it's at it's, least ten. It's a big chunk of the episode where he yeah. flies off, and it's at least I would say. Closer to ten minutes. That was like two and a half minutes. Anyone, well, wa- anyone watching the thing. anyone watching the podcast right now? <laughs> we have different. Please go time, and right? and just find how long he's gone, and then get back to us. The comments are open. Twitch.tv slash wasn't good. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, so though he leaves, mm-hmm. and then they have that whole shootout. Yes. They then like they, they get in. They get into the thing. <laughs> they have the speeder part. And then we have the TIE fighter. That's it's like not three... a thing. It's an Imperial transport. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and then we have the TIE fighters chasing him. The, that's like three... Like, the disrespect. That's three, like, uh, action... Like, you know, that's yeah. an action sequence for three... Three action three dispen- sequences. Yeah, just, True. Uh, distinct, like... What is this? It's definitely, what is signif- this? it's definitely significant, and it's it's a... It's a... It's something that's different than we've seen in this this season and the first season. And I actually thought it worked. I thought it worked actually pretty well. And they, it was refreshing. They kept they kept the action on where I think you know a lot of the action was. Like, would it have been interesting to see Mando just jetpack back, get his ship, get the baby, and, and fly back? Probably not, unless unless the child was being kidnapped at the school. But they didn't go that route. Mm. So I think they did the exact right thing. And I thought it worked really well because you kind of had this tension of like. 
oh my god, like what's happening with the Mandalorian? Like, because as a viewer, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. We haven't gone back to him, so I don't know if the child is in danger, if he's getting back okay. And then you kind of have him come back. So I, I thought it worked well. I thought it worked well to build tension. Baby puke. So we like the show of less Mandalorian and more Ooh, other people. Ooh. Is, that, is, that, yeah. is there a hot take coming later? No, no, I, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I definitely like the Mando, but I think I think in the context of this episode, especially because like Grief and Cara Dune are the closest you have to co-stars in this show, right? Like they have, yeah, as, as you know, as much uh, screen time as any other supporting character, if not more. There, you're one or two episodes them. a season, you, right? But you're familiar with them at least from the first season, um, which you really haven't had much of in this season you've had a lot of new characters uh let's it, it let's be it. honest they're only really supporting actors and actresses because there's just so much you know marketing stuff oh, <laughs> out there for them look at that Why we will get to that, that in just a second we are going to be doing a giveaway uh, we'll, we'll let you know how you enter at the end of the pod real quick uh, i'm gonna go back to ravi's one word impression your your one word impression was blue and the reason is the color palette. Mm-hmm. You could have easily said macaroons and Baby Yoda's puke, which were very blue, both well, of them. Well, of course his puke's going to be blue. Have you ever eaten that many macaroons? <laughs> I have, and my puke was also blue. <laughs> Wait, you're ma- you got blue macaroons? I've never had a blue macaroon before. I don't think I've ever had a blue one either. They're not, they're not blue to that level. Yeah. yeah. There are, like, blue like macaroons. Like, they are blue. Sky blue or uh, right, some, right, right. some bullshit. Not not um not not CGI blue. Neon blue. C- CGI blue. Uh so are you gonna call that title Baby Puke? Alright. How do you feel about that? Yeah. 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 Solid. That's exactly what and then yeah. the last chapter yeah. <clears throat> in a Kylo Ren voice. Say it. Traitor Wow, no. that was awful. No, come on. Traitor I don't yeah. know how to do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, from the, from the beginning, as soon as he landed and the guy looked back, I was like, that guy's going to snitch. Snitch right there. <laughs> yeah. That fuck. Did anyone else think, like, maybe I'm completely off on this. Yes, you are. But when we were going through the episode, I got, like, I got feelings that, like, grief wasn't 100% good. Really? Yeah. For some reason. I don't know why. When he took the baby, I felt like as soon as he took the baby, I'm like, is he going to do something? Exactly. Exactly. And like the, uh, then and then especially like it was his plan to go attack the base and then it was overpopulated. I'm like, this all seems a little fishy. And like grief, you know, you couldn't 100 percent trust grief in the first season. Right? Right. Remember, he was going to betray the Mando um, and then he saved him. He's, a bo- he's like a bookie. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So I was like. Ooh, I'm getting these like feelings, and then it was disproven by the end. But I feel like they kind of played it so you didn't quite, didn't know. quite trust grief throughout. Well, the that's episode. a good thing. Yeah, right? no, I think no, I yeah. think it was great. Again, I think I think Carl Weathers did a great job with this episode in building tension and 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 having you ask questions just through action um, instead of dialogue, which sometimes I think is is. I mean, I think that's great. I think that's great when you can get that in a show. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Arjuna's chapters. Wow. A uh, couple other areas that I want to bring up. Um, when they're actually going through and doing the mission, uh, we see, obviously, the, the whole point is to go and blow up the base by turning off a shield to allow the volcanic lava to spew and destroy everything. Did you guys pick up, when they're going to turn off the machine or the shield, that entire setup uh, looked almost like it was pulled from episode four? When Obi Wan Kabuzi yeah. was trying to turn the the shield generator down, which was once again pretty pretty cool. I like when we see. I these got a connections. question. 
that. Yes, hear it. So why is every switch on a ledge hanging over some drop that's definitely going to kill you? Can't they just put it on the side, like, where you can walk up to? I, I, would, it's, thi- it's I would think it's supposed... I, th- I figured it would be there because it is like a, a, a fail-safe or a, a sec- it's a secondary way to turn something off. It's supposed to, I think, be more naturally difficult um, because obviously I think the other way you would turn that system off is probably from like a bridge or a general command center, which though if you're trying to – well, then again, why would you have a secondary? It's like you're asking for this to happen. I don't yeah. know. Design flaw galore. Maybe it's this one architecture who's kind hey, of – we know <laughs> yeah. we know the Empire is very much all with their design flaws with the Death Star and many other of their uh, – of their ships, you know, with the ATAT Walker being able to just trip over some wire. Like the Empire is they're not good designers. They need yeah, to call shit they need to call up, you know, some of these design experts to I really mean, let's be honest, figure though, out some of that. Stuff. Yeah, let's be honest. It's uh it's designed this way so that we have um high stakes whenever our heroes and characters <laughs> plot device something. Plot device. Yeah. Plot device. Yeah. yeah you saying Star Wars is a plot device? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're crazy. Oh, yeah, without a handrail. I don't believe it. chlorians M count. M count. So, obviously, yeah, we, we talked a little bit about the clone stuff, the possibility that it's Snoke um, or Palpatine or a hybrid. Um, at the very, very end, we obviously finally get to see the coolest, one of the coolest villains, I think, in Star Wars, Moff Gideon. Uh, and he's standing, um, obviously, in a... I don't know, what would you call that? Big open room? A bridge. A bridge? It's not a bridge. bridge. No, no, no. It was, more, it was like a... I would call it like an incubator. Yeah. Storage Ooh. room. Yeah, yeah. Incub- incubator. That's incubator is a good one. Storage it a lot. Yeah. Um, but they look like... They look like... I When I first saw them, I don't know how nerdy everyone is here, but if anyone remembers the 70s uh, Battlestar Galactica, the old robot silence had this weird boxy kind of yeah. look. And they looked boxy, um, which I guess is kind of important because... Um, a lot, if you turn on, I think it's assisted uh, listening on the episode. So that's basically where another narration is occurring to help you know those that are visually impaired. So when they're explaining the detail of a shot, they actually say Dark Trooper, which got everyone on the internet going, whoa, 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 are we going to back to Star Wars Legends and showing this type of Imperial Trooper that... Could, there's three variants, basically. A, a rinky-dink robot... Um, a hybrid of like a shell where a, a trooper wears like armor, think like Iron Man, and then a weird, crazy super soldier zombie thing, zombie death killing thing. So, um, people are, are wondering: Are is the the baby Yoda tied into how these things are created, or is this a separate thing that's being used to get the baby Yoda for the uh, Snoke uh, Papa Palpatine? What do you guys think? I think, uh, oh man, I don't know. Mm. It's it's hard to say. I don't know about that one. Yeah. That was a lot. I know that's what that would make me super it. excited <laughs> when I saw it because I was like, I have so much reading to do. Do yeah, it's the only time I read, by the way. I think for Star Wars. I think there's probably a combination of factors with mm. these like new Death Trooper, Dark Trooper type variants. I think it's, you know, we we've talked a lot about serving the common fan and serving the hardcore fan. So if you look at it from the lens of like the everyday, you know, no non hard, you know, hard, not hardcore Star Wars fan, if you're just a casual viewer, you see this menacing thing and you're like, oh, 
right? If we take the context of the show, the show is about the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda and running away from Moff Gideon. This is the element that is going to give them a um, a, a leg up, right? <laughs> on on the Mando when they when as they are you know they are tracking him now. Uh, as we know from the episode, that uh, yeah. this is this is what we're going to potentially. This is the tease that is going to overwhelm the Mandalorian. That is kind of the. I think that is what is the implication that they're trying to go for uh, at the end of the episode. So I think that that's what it is. Now, from the 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 Star Wars fans' perspective, it's figuring out like what it is. Um, they probably don't know how exactly exactly what it is uh, yet. But if I had to guess, it's probably like super death troopers. That would be my guess. I'm thinking force fueled, and here's why: Mandalorians were really good at killing force users, right? Weren't they really good Jedi killers? Yeah, uh, thousands of years ago, some of the best. So, in a show called The Mandalorian, you should probably at least once, twice, maybe a couple times, set up a situation where you have the Mandalorian fight lightsaber wielding force users because that's part that's like mandalorians versus jedi is like integral to the the mythos of mandalorians right you can't have mandalorians without mentioning jedi right uh or force users lightsabers in general um so why not i think i think i like the idea of uh force users because it sets up a nice visual uh connection there with uh, mandalorian legend i had another crazy theory that is probably more for the hardcore fan. Oh, God. Uh, we know Ahsoka is going to show up at some point. Yeah. Uh, oh, next episode. Next episode. Wait, how do you know? Okay. Well, <laughs> they didn't do a very good job Boy of this, Lord. but uh, Dave Filoni is directing and writing the next episode. Next episode. Oh, yeah. Which is, which is, uh, a huge which is key. Yeah. So Dave Filoni was the showrunner for Clone Wars Created and Star Ahsoka. Wars Rebels. He, he was one of the integral creators of Ahsoka. It makes 100% sense that he's going to be showing up and also from where the story is they basically stopped at navarro to get the ship repairs and now they're going to head to corvus probably you would assume yeah to uh, find us i think he said that right we have to, we have to yeah we got to bounce well, anyway buy me a drink oh yeah. let me buy your drink and he's like nah <laughs> so this is also going to act as my bold prediction too so my theory is that these dark troopers are old or reused or repurposed clone troopers Oh shit! And <gasps> we know that we have Whoa. the actor Rex, the actor who plays Jango Fett, mm-hmm. who is now playing Boba Fett, yep. who is also a the uh, the originator of the clone army. Yeah. So you the have model. that all yeah. in like cast and all that fun stuff, and it would be kind of interesting to to play it out where, you know, Mando shows up, says hi to Ahsoka, they get jumped by these super tro- dark troopers. She has to fight them. Yeah, she, she has, has kill, this. Like, she uh, has this very, you know, interesting relationship with the clones based on what we see in the Clone War series. It would be, cha- you know, probably somewhat challenging, difficult for her, um, because I doubt there are, are. Besides Rex, I doubt there are any clones running around in the galaxy anymore. Um, and if they are, they're far, far and few. So that's my bold prediction and theory on what these things are. That's awesome, uh, Daryl. Do you have a, a bold prediction? No, I don't. I'm I'm torn between dark troopers and somebody in the comments said Vader clones. Um, I thought that as well. Oh, wow. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not really good at making predictions because I need to see it. And then, you know, sure. I don't like being wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, you should not. You should not fear because we're wrong. I think ninety-five percent of the time, one out of twenty, we get it right. Yeah, I think all my predictions have been wrong. Yeah. Do I have a prediction? <laughs> uh, Christian, no one asked you if you had a prediction. That's true. No one did ask me. You well, I'm off the hook. Uh, Christian, so re- looking back at some of our old predictions, Christian did predict that um, the child will use his power. So Christian gets <laughs> magical internet points because the child did use his uh, force sensitivity, his force powers to uh, basically um, eat a cookie, eat some cookies. <laughs> Cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, for everyone here, real quick, in that scene, you have this kid munching on what we believe is blue uh, macaroons. It could be also the kid's lunch. He could come from, you know, a poor family. Oh, that's, it could be flavored. That's his only food for the whole week or something. Who knows? Um, oh. Would you guys, if you were the kid eating those blue things, would you have given something cute like that uh, cookie? Or would you have been, no. I, I've done that before. So uh, we used to have snack time in elementary school, and Dad would buy get me like Chips Ahoy cookies oh, as yeah. my uh, as my snack. So I literally had what poor parenting. Why would they give us snacks? cookies for snacks? Cookies? So I had cookies, and there were sometimes like kids that didn't have snacks and they looked hungry, and I'd give them a cookie. Did would, you really? I, I don't know if I believe this. At that age, at that age, I would never share. I will, and I still am. Really, uh, when it comes to food. <laughs> I I don't care about like material things and possessions. Yeah. When it comes to food, my food is mine. You don't touch it. And unfortunately, as a kid, I hated sharing food. Mm. I'll share anything else. You can have my toys. What about alcohol? As an adult? No, no, no. You can share. You should share alcohol. Mm. You should not be drinking. What about yourself. a blunt? <laughs> yeah, you, you should share that. When it comes to food, though, don't touch my food. I mean, I, I like sharing. Uh, I would. I would have shared with him. Yeah. It's a cookie. I mean, he had a whole sleeve. It was literally like probably twelve in there. Yeah, you don't yeah. need all twelve. Let's be you're honest. Gonna be, you're gonna become. You know that kid's gonna. Yeah. The kid's gonna. Well, he was eating them. Yeah. Uh, we got yeah. a comment here. Uh, wait, we're more upset about the child eating cookies than we are about it eating frog No one's upset about him eating cookies. At or all. frogs. Christian. Christian's actually I, happy. I'm eating glad he ate the frog. Frogs need to be wiped <laughs> off the face of the galaxy. Yeah. So. Frog children. People eat chicken eggs. Like what about that? We <laughs> yes. Go online. We eat cows. Yeah, this is very true. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Chicken nuggets. Ooh, Some people eat nuggets. bats, and then there's pandemic. What? Wow. Uh, <laughs> false news. <laughs> hey, we are part of everybody. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. Um. So that was. Yeah. That was a. Either way, that I think that was a fun sequence. Yes, yeah, it was definitely done it. there for us to be like, oh, the child. Oh, I'm gonna go buy. I was just. Macaroons. I was just happy he didn't force choke the kid. Yeah, and take the macaroon. I know. I, that, know I definitely that got that impression. That I was like, he's gonna, gonna force choke him to death right now. I'm like, oh god, please. Did don't. Did anyone feel like there were? I mean, I think this has been something that we've all noticed in season two. Just a lot more of the moments of of the child just kind of being cute and it not necessarily being relevant to the <clears> plot <throat> or really moving the story. A forward. MacGuffin. Well, well, I I compare it almost like is it becoming like the Family Guy cutaways or like the long you know like the Family Guy moments that are like long where Peter kind of hurts his knee and he's like, ow, yeah, like yeah. that's that's kind of what I got with like the wire sequence near the beginning where like they keep going back and forth and Mando's like the blue like the red one the red one the yeah. red one and like okay it's funny like you know I think you can get it like one or two but then it's like four or five and it's like a little long, um, I don't know it just. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Like maybe you're sort of comic relief at this point. Yeah, and not really integral to the to the plot. Uh, he's a baby. Yeah, he's a baby. And I also think his story is developing. Like in the first season, he was literally doing nothing. Like he he used a little bit of the force and he slept 
and he tried to heal the Mando. And that was pretty much it. Yeah. Now he's coming to his own. Yeah. He. I. I agree. I think it's it's slow. It's slow moving. But the fact that he is, uh, you know, all about food this season, like more so, I feel I feel like than season one. I think every episode we've had him eating something, whether it's clam chowder. Um, chowder. Uh, today, <laughs> this episode it was soup and macaroons. We've obviously had the infamous uh, frog eggs, right? You know, I think maybe that is supposed to uh, show us that he is physically and hopefully mentally growing. Oh, here's right? He needs to fuel. Here's He's like, I'm growing here's my question. powers. Here's a question. Here's a question. How many uh, how many Baby Yoda Funko Pops uh, will there be by the end of the season uh, of just him eating the different foods? Like, blue macaroon and yeah. then they'll do different variants right even though he only ate the blue one they'll do like a pink macaroon and a yellow macaroon yeah. and a baby yoda colored macaroon. yeah <laughs> one with the mandalorian symbol on it it'd be we uh we got <laughs> he's evolving yeah yeah that's a funny concept so miko matter first season was questionable how baby he was he's 50 years old it definitely did seem a little wiser i feel like in season one at least in points in season one and we haven't had any wisdom from him. I also feel like in this season, in this episode, that is true. In this episode specifically, talking about sound design, there were a lot of like baby noises coming out of him, like especially in the ship where he's like, ah, yeah. you know what I mean? I was like, this is different. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. Maybe this is just how the species goes. They go like one year, you know, sometimes they're really wise. And then actually, we think back to Yoda. Mm, it, the first mm. time we see Yoda, Yoda is this bumbling idiot. He's almost acts like a child. He's like, mine, mine, mine. You know, and well, he to beats, be, at his oldest beats point. At his oldest point. And then yeah. when you see him, it's a younger uh, Jedi master. He's old, he seems trilogy. wise. Yeah. He's very wise. He's very yeah. mature. So maybe, yeah, maybe it's I think it also maybe depends, it depends on their environment, too. Like, sure. the child did not know who this silver thing, armored thing is, right? It knows that it's trying to protect it, but it didn't know to what extent. Mm -hmm. And it also, when it first met the Mandalorian, gave it away. <laughs> You know, like sent it off on its way and then came back and saved it. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the other comments in here is, you know, you could argue that the the opening when he's he the Mando's te is is basically a dad teaching his kid, yeah, you know how to you know some life skills. I I like because that. remember like everyone that. Yeah. in this galaxy needs mm -hmm. to know or understand some kind of I think ship function mm -hmm. because they are a, a space whatever that term is space bearing space dust space bearing community there yeah. we go uh we got some good comments and saying uh, pointing out that yoda being crazy was a con job to luke sure but may maybe baby yoda's conning the mando maybe he's still feeling him out he's like yeah. i'm gonna act like a helpless baby and see how you react you know he can speak like yeah, perfect english <laughs> could you imagine yeah <laughs> i mean we don't know enough about the species yet to say either way but it does it does seem on the surface level like the the creators of the show saw what they like or what fans seem to like from Baby Yoda in season one, and they maybe are overplaying it a the bit. The creators, Christian? Do you think the creators did that or? The studios? The I studio. Well, I, I don't, don't care. To sell toys. I don't really care who did it. <laughs> it does seem though that's the way that they're going. So let's get back a little bit on track here and not talk about corporate synergy. Uh, a couple of theories that I think were thrown in here, and, and anybody that wants to jump in a little bit more, jump in. Um, as we know, the actress that plays Cara Dune has said a couple of really dumb things lately. What what dumb things has she said? We're not gonna we're not gonna Lighting bring them up. Off. We're just gonna say that they are not the most positive things. How about that? We'll say that. 
Um, either way, at the end of this episode, we're given more history about the character of Cara Dune, where she I was obviously we knew that she is from Alderaan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now been confirmed that she obviously lost everyone when Alderaan went kaboom. Um, and then we she's given a um, what is it? New Republic medal or badge, and is asked to come and join the uh, Grand New Republic Army. Um, Arjuna, I think you pointed this out. This could easily be either A, a setup for a new spinoff show, or B, my theory, which is an easy, okay, we're done with this character and, and uh, an actress, and just just move on. Well, I think this was this was filmed last year, though, before the comments, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so the comments were made at the end of season one oh, and were. while season two was filming. So, yeah, I, I don't think they necessarily planned of like, we're getting rid of this character now because I think if if it was if if the studio was like we have to get rid of this character immediately, they would have reshot or kind of figured out the season differently um, with the character. To me, this just seems like a backdoor pilot, uh, specifically with this episode, especially because it focuses a, focuses a lot on Cara Dune's character. Um, she kind of becomes the point of view character. It feels like once the Mando leaves, um, and it very much feels like a, the backdoor pilot of like, do people you know kind of feeling like do people like Cara Dune still? Like, could this potentially be no. a show that is on its own? And I agree with Daryl. Yeah, that it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, that fight scene in that bar just is terrible. Oh, Ooh. Um, yeah. I will say this. I'll say this too. Right. I think it it would never it wouldn't work even if she didn't say anything for a couple a couple reasons. Cara Dune's fine as a character. Gina Carano is not the greatest actor we've ever seen. Yeah, what? facing a whole show. Yeah, where That's she's got it, where she's got a character. worthy, bro. I don't see how it's gonna work. How it would work, you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just I just take up take out take out everything else. Like I mean, it, it sounds like a disaster. I mean, I, 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 to be, to be honest, I, you know, they've talked about. I think, the, I think Iger made the comments last year that he's like, we could potentially spin off a bunch of uh, elements off of this show, and I got red flags from that of like, well, I think a lot of the elements of like, th- I think a lot of these characters work in the context of this show as supporting characters. Like, Grief is a great character, but would right. he be good in a, a show by himself? No, no it would get, God, it would no. get stale fast. Same yeah. thing with, with. Uh, with Cara Dune, like I think the the one two episodes a season, like is pretty much the max you want to see of those characters. Yeah, like I, I don't think they have a lot of depth to them, especially when you have your main character, the Mandalorian. You don't see his face. You know, he's it's it's a tough character. He's mysterious. He's he's quote unquote. He's he's in some ways a tough main character because it's hard to see facial expressions, facial yeah. expressions, and kind of get that development. Like I think Pedro and his. And his backups, his uh, stunt doubles, do a good job with body language. Like they're doing the best that they can, and I think that helps the show. But I think if you have, you know, you have other characters who are arguably more stiff, right? And you can see their faces. Uh, I think they would struggle on a show by themselves. Yeah. I As someone agree. who wore or has worn the armor, and we did that photo shoot, I thought I did really good. And then when I saw the photos, <laughs> I was like, "Wow, I was stiff like a like a like a stick." Like it is definitely a difficult art to uh to body language to to, to maintain. It's all about the body language. It also helps if you don't drink a lot the night before. I feel like you might be a little bit. Hey, it was your birthday. 
You, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. And then the other one that we have in here is, do we actually think we're going to get an Ahsoka versus Moff uh, next week? I obviously said with my Dark Trooper, um, Clone Trooper theory that we would see this. Um, what do you guys think? I'm going to go one step further and say we get Ahsoka and she dies next week. Holy shit. That's yeah. my, that's my oh, bold wow. prediction for next week, right? We've been building up like... The episode five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think they're going to throw <laughs> us a curveball. Wow. I think you're finally going to get She's the character. She's in two minutes. <laughs> I think you're going to get the character. <laughs> and I think, they, I think to elevate Moff's evilness, he needs a win. And the win is killing Ahsoka. And that also sets up the fact of then, what does the Mando do, right? Because like, business is destination. Go to Ahsoka Tano. If she dies right there... It puts everything in chaos. It changes the direction. I don't think Dave Filoni has the balls. No, he but, have the but balls. remember, but remember, in Rise of Skywalker, they hear the the, the voices of Jedi ghosts, and Ahsoka is one of them. Well, Filoni's like, well, that doesn't necessarily mean she's dead. I think it does mean she's dead, and they had already decided she was dying in Mandalorian season two. That's my guess. And then we end with looking for Ezra. Here's my here's my question though. With like real quick, like your, my counter to that is going back to like this show is is in part for you know the hardcore fans. Yes, but it's also primarily for the casual fan. Yeah. Why would you go kill a character like that in the first two minutes? In the first two no, minutes. I'm not saying it's the Why first would you two. Cast Rosario I'm not, Dawson. Hold on, I'm not saying hold it's on, the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daryl, like your relationship with Star Wars, how comfortable like. If you saw this character Ahsoka that we've been talking about a lot, like do you do you know who Ahsoka mm-hmm. is first of all? And then if you as a viewer suddenly see Roughly. this character die, like what would you think? Because the show is Mandalorian, I would if it moved the story along, I'd be fine with it. Interesting. I love it. Daryl is all about the story. It's like if it does its job. Yep. Well, it's like it's its own. Like this is the Mandalorian show, so if somebody gets killed off that's not the Mandalorian, it's kind of like okay, that moves the story forward. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, I don't think she is... Uh, we, ha- we have some comments in here. Miko Matter, the child's getting nabbed. Uh, he agrees with you. She dies uh, as in Ahsoka and the child gets grabbed. Um, I I don't think she's dying. I don't think she's going to die in this episode. She might die by the end of the season, but they, she's not dying in the first episode she appears. I just... I think it would be... I think... What I, a waste of a casting. No, I don't. No, I don't think it's a waste of a casting, right? Because they've talked about there's other stories to tell to tell with Ahsoka. If she is pop, you know, they they're you know you're trying out things when you cast people and you have them in an episode, right? Now, if Rosario Dawson is super popular and you kill her, oh, we have a whole story to tell of what did her and um, Sabine. Sabine do and find Ezra. That's a whole, that could be a whole show by itself. There's a bunch of gap. A what did she book. What did she do between episodes four and six? Right, she was running around. Nothing. There's a whole bunch of story you could tell. Just because you might kill her here doesn't mean there's not more story. To she she can die, but I don't think she should die in the first episode. <laughs> she appears. Like what? Why killing the last episode? That that is more impactful because in the last episode of the season, that sets up a nice. What the fuck is Mando going to do in season three? I think it's to be Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan kills I Ahsoka. I, no, I think oh. Moff is going to kill Bo-Katan and keep the dark saber. Oh, I think shit. that's what would end up happening. I just think it would show more power if. Moff Gideon comes in the Darksaber and kills a Jedi. The Jedi that he's been looking for. The Jedi that's going to solve all his problems with the child. Boom, it's gone all of a sudden. And now you have a hole. You have a hole right there. And I think it's, you know, it's... Maybe. That's just, you know, it's a crazy theory, a bold mm-hmm. prediction. It's bold for a reason. I'm going to say Soka dies in my, season three. 
season three. Yeah. Well, we're we're going for we're going specifically chapter 13. for chapter thirteen uh, predictions. All right, all right. Fine, I'm gonna think of mine. Daryl, do you have a chapter? You don't have a chapter thirteen prediction, do you? For the next episode? No, I don't. Right. I would like to see the kid get uh, kidnapped, though. Okay. Mm. Like just because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Change it up a bit. I want Mando, Mando freak out and try to get him back. Or yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think I think that's what's gonna go in conjunction with Ahsoka dying, right? Like. That feels like a finale than a yeah. random episode five. Yeah. Well, I I think, but I think there's something to like an like arc, six seven eight right? would be so let down. If you Not just, necessarily, if you just... it's him trying to get the child back, trying to gather his allies. But then you oh, the you're Avengers. Also, but he's trying. gathering think, the Avengers. Think about this. Think about this from a casual fan. You bring in Ahsoka. Uh, uh, casual fans don't know anything about her. Exactly. Well, exactly. It would have no emotional impact. It doesn't necessarily need to have an emotional impact. It has an impact on the Mandalorian. This is his. This is his answer to his quest. Right. His quest is to take the child and get him to a Jedi. Ahsoka is the Jedi. I'm not saying she dies at the beginning of the episode. They're there together. But they're 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 you know they they kind of spend some time together and then she dies. And then the child gets taken. Her death leads to the child get getting taken. Yeah. So that is the full impact, right? It all, it all compounds on one another. And now he doesn't have a Jedi to help him get the child back yeah. or train the child. I don't or, know if or, you've noticed or or He hasn't had Jedi's help the whole episode. But he is still looking for a Jedi for a specific reason. <laughs> right, but, but guess what? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't it, matter. <laughs> we already know she's not the only Jedi in the galaxy. Yeah, he doesn't Skywalker know that. Tra- he doesn't... The show is called The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian yeah. doesn't know that. Th- he's been spending X amount of time looking for this Jedi, and if she's gone, that's a huge impact on his life. He said he was down to his last thing, right? Tatooine was his last thing, and then that led him to this and this. He had been looking for a long amount of time. If this lead goes cold, how much longer does it take for him to find another Jedi? Yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I, it may, I see what you're saying, but everything we know about this character and Dave Filoni and how they've presented this season, I don't think they're going to kill her in the next episode. Well, so, uh, just, that's, that's a bold prediction. I don't see it. I'm not yeah. saying it's going to happen. I'm just yeah, putting yeah. it out there. I'm just saying, I think I, I we went to bet a lot of money that it doesn't happen. The, the, this is why this is why I enjoy doing the podcast is to see uh, is to see these two fight. I'm I'm, I'm going to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It doesn't happen all the time, but it yeah, doesn't. When it, it does, it doesn't. I don't know if we're fighting even. No, you are. You're going to spend the rest of the day not talking to each other in your separate rooms, fuming. Uh, I might be I might be in my room playing my PlayStation Five. Oh, well, look at me! I have a PlayStation Five. <laughs> Christian, do you have a oh, bold prediction for the next uh, next episode? Um, Is your bold prediction going to be that Soka does not? No, die? that's not a bold do prediction. That's it. not a bold prediction. Um, I'm gonna say that I think uh, Mando is gonna reveal his face. He's gonna reveal his face for oh. the second time in the entire. Wow. Why? Don't know. Just but is. I think his helmet is gonna end up off. Yeah, maybe it's maybe maybe just that'll be around. Yeah, maybe it'll be that'll be around how Yoda get or baby Yoda, baby Yoda gets kidnapped. I think Moff Gideon unmasks him, humiliates him, takes the child. See you later. I think I, honestly, I think that's more impactful for the Mandalorian than Ahsoka getting killed. To be honest, I, mean, I think I think I think him getting his mask taken off and like because his thing is no one can see his face, right? You reveal his face. Let's see what that does to him psychologically. So, yeah, he might be a little. Well, yeah. So, so Michael, yeah, he technically you're right. He's allowed, but to him, yeah, to him himself, his his beliefs, Mandalorian's beliefs for himself is that no one should see his face. 
Uh, you're right. No, well, no one else, up to no that one else too. is going to give a fuck. Sorry, what's that there? I said it did kind of build up to that too when people who he was meeting with Mandalorian suits were taking their masks off repeatedly. And he's like, oh, you're not one of me or you're, you're not part of this creed. Yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's a good prediction. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, it's a possibility. Well, actually, the, the Mando, what did he say? He said, take that armor off. <laughs> yeah, he's like, take that armor off. Yeah. Take that armor off. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> yeah. You just met me. Buy me dinner first. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Arjun, we got to your rant. Obviously, baby moments have become more family guy. Um, Daryl, we have this section here that we call hot take. Do you have a hot take for us? It uh, can be about this episode, about the season, about uh, anything related to The Mandalorian. Uh, a hot take. I don't know. I mean, I'm starting to get from this episode, I mean, this past episode and this season that we're definitely going somewhere where we're going to see something dark happen. Um, and I'm hoping that Baby Yoda does more, or even gets kidnapped and has to do more by itself. Because mm. the Mandalorian is always there to protect him at any turn. He's always safe, in a sense. Um, so, I don't know. I think this episode is leading us to Moff Gideon either doing something very dark and achieving something towards his goal. Or we're going to have to wait a couple episodes and they're going to cliffhanger us until the very last episode. Mm. Nice. nice. I like nice. it. I think, I mean, it's television. I'm sure that's the one thing I don't like about episodic TV is that you have to wait. Mm. And as we all know, I have no patience. Yeah. So. One way you can get around it is wait till the end and then you just binge it. <laughs> I'm then, not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. you have to stay off the internet. Yeah, though. Yeah. Somebody's going to go tell you everything. I'll, I'll, be, uh, I'll, be, I'll be gone for eight weeks. I'm going to go and become a farmer Yeah. in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the the fun things that we did see in this, uh, the Mandalorian finally had a Game of Thrones moment. Uh, so in the infamous yes. finale, season finale of Game of Thrones, there was the coffee cup that was seen on that final oh, season. In the final yeah. season, uh, there was a coffee cup scene, and unfortunately, oh, yeah. Starbucks. yeah, Starbucks cup. And unfortunately, in this uh, episode, there was a um, I don't know if it was a, there was a you know quote extra in the background. It looked like there was a crew member. Wearing um, jeans, jeans and a t-shirt. Denim, denim is now canon. Denim, Star Wars. Yeah, that's right. Is that an Apple Watch? <laughs> <laughs> Apple watches are canon. It's, it's something. It's some kind of watch. On I can't there. see. Yeah, you can't tell. Um, but unfortunately, I, I mean, we all work. I mean, the three of us, we work in production. You know, you're on deadlines. I can understand why this may have been missed by X amount of people. Um, cinematographer may have not noticed it. Set design may have not noticed it. Uh, supervisor may have not noticed it. Uh, post-production folks may have not noticed it. Finalized Q, um, what is it? Quality insurance may have not noticed it. So, you know, like 15 people may have missed it, but mm. it happens. It does happen. The guy who was, uh, took forever to upload it to the CMS um, for Apple users, like not to be able to watch it at midnight. <laughs> Why? Was it. it not open? It was it not open? No. So, uh, actually, I'm surprised that we didn't bring this up. So we we all stayed up till midnight. Yeah, Rabbi and Lauren, as you know, have not stayed up before. Right, right, uh, right. Midnight was the first time, and for 15 minutes, I stayed up for 15 minutes, and it just did not it did not appear on the Apple TV Disney Plus. or the uh, iOS devices. Yeah. So it looked like there was an issue with how it was uploaded to Apple distribution points. Yeah. But on things like Roku, it was there, ready to go. 
Yeah. So interesting because we watched it through the Disney Plus app on the Vizio, like the native one. Yeah. And it was, go. and I think we we didn't start right at midnight because the Fresh Prince went all along, and it was I think we started like twelve fifteen. Yep. Twelve twenty. Yeah. Uh, and it was up there. It was fine. Yeah, I don't know what happened on the Apple side. Yeah, the Apple side was a bit. Uh, but anyway, the guy who was uploading it didn't see that. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest. The person that is in charge of uploading it to like the distribution stuff or whatever, they're just given a file and they they're not. They probably have like an arm. Yeah, that's not his job. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Right, right, no. His job is just to upload the file and go home. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And there's probably an armed Same. guard watching him making sure he's not watching anything can you do you think you can upload a show like that from home or do you think you have yeah to no in? definitely definitely you can do it yeah, yeah so he's already at home and there's underwear well it depends on how oh, he's probably has to set up at yeah. home but it also depends on how secure they want to be as well right like if it's a closed network environment yeah. so that they couldn't take things off offline you know then you would want them to go to a physical location well, i mean they're pretty secure right because that, that's not part of the reason they don't I know Mandalorian is one of the few shows that doesn't do pressers mm. before to the press. Um, so, like for example, as soon as this episode was done, when you know most TV, you try you Google it, and there's a lot of articles up already. Yep. There's nothing like that up where as, as soon as you watch it at midnight because everyone's getting it at the same time. So you really have to wait until like Friday afternoon, Friday night, Saturday, which is today, yeah. uh, until until there's actually stuff that's up. About it, I think there are some groups, like some news outlets, who were given um, like episodes one through four or something, or one through three. Interesting. Um, before, but then I, I think towards the end to, to save on spoilers, yeah, it's you all watch it together, which is which I like. I think that's the best way to do it. This is the way. This is the way. Queel. folks, I think <laughs> it's that time where we've run around and ask, "How well did Ravi do?" Just <laughs> kidding, uh, Krishna. Yes. Was Mandalorian season two, episode twelve, the siege, the siege, the yeah. siege? Good. It was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I liked. I liked that. Uh, you know, what started off as the same as the last three episodes. You know, it got it, there was a, there were more stakes. Uh, this this episode it was definitely the uh, like um, the midpoint. Right, we're halfway through now, and finally, I think we're getting. A clearer picture of Moff Gideon and how he, what his plans are, why they're even after the child, um, you know, and, and how the rest of the season's going to play out. So I, I like, I liked it a lot. I liked the action sequence uh, in the middle there or toward the end. Um, I thought it was some of the best action of the, of, to, to be honest, of the show. I, I enjoyed it that much. So yeah, uh, Daryl was Chapter Twelve: The Siege of the Mandalorian good. Uh, I definitely think it was good. Um, it was one of the more entertaining ones from the start um, with that broken down ship and needing electrical work done by a baby. <laughs> um, from there, from there, it just kept going and getting better um, all the way to the end where we had the fight scene in the air and he's shooting down the, I forget what those things are called. The, oh, tie, TIE Fighter? It was a TIE Fighter, right? Tie yeah, fighter, TIE yeah. Fighters. Shooting down the TIE Fighters um, and then, you know, flying off into the, Sunset or cloudy sky, whichever one that was, I forget. Um, but yeah, definitely it was it was good. Nice, I I think so. Um, Arjuna, was this episode good or eh? What do you think? Uh, I, I, I it was good. It was good. Ooh, okay. It was That's a good. Nervous. It was a good, not great episode. Uh, did like some of the elements. Um, 
did kind of like the you know the cheesy 80s stuff kind of wish they leaned more into it i think that would have been <laughs> fun yeah uh but yeah it was a good it was a good episode i you know i don't think it's gonna end up being one of like the more memorable episodes of the season when mm. we kind of look back at the full season um but it had some important developments in there, and I think this was very much a setup of. I think episode five is going to be a big episode. Uh, it's going to. It seems like there's going to be a lot of elements in there, um, so I am excited for that. And um, it's interesting. It's going to drop uh, the day after Thanksgiving or the night of Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of interesting that the way they they timed it up. We'll have to take a nap um, after Thanksgiving dinner just to. Um, <laughs> uh just to uh you know uh watch it yeah it'll be it'll be interesting um don't drink or eat too much i i'm i'm excited to see you know i feel like i feel like it's very similar to season one like the first half um is you know introducing a lot of elements and you know they've certainly done that they've introduced you know a new marshal and reintroduced an old marshal yeah uh, a lot of marshal characters you know you have uh, i can't wait yeah. for star wars marshals <laughs> what if that's a spinoff it's cara dune and timothy oliphant it's called I, i'd watch it see, see that right there <laughs> but recast cara dune. interesting uh i saw uh, star brie, wars. Larson. brie larson was a name getting thrown around for well, she, recasting she's she's been a big uh star wars fan the actress and like she wants to be i think she auditioned it. for ray she was one of the early auditioners. Oh, she did not get it. That would have been um, better. Obviously. Uh, wow. I thought Daisy Ridley did a good job. Oh. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think she was, was horrible. I think the, the script was horrible. Yeah. But. Let's not. We're not going there. <laughs> uh, Ravi, uh, thank you for your time. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Was, was, was uh, Mando episode 12 good? Yes, it was great. I'm glad that the 80s are back. In Star Wars, <laughs> at least for one, <laughs> at least for one episode, we yeah. got some eighties. Yeah. Uh, but no, overall, I think it was really, really good. Uh, definitely enjoyed it. And um, to show our appreciation to you all, we are giving away two Funko Pops, um, a Cara Dune character and a Grief Karga character. You can actually get the. Uh, we're going to be doing the contest on our Instagram handle, so Instagram is going to be at Was It Good BTM, and then on our Twitter handle, and that's going to be at Was It Good. Um, the post will open up later today. They'll be running for a couple days. All you need to do is just make sure you follow along, like, share. And you'll be entered, and we'll pick a winner this coming Monday. So is it two winners or one winner? Two winners. One on Instagram and one on Twitter. So do both to increase your chances. Whoa. Nice. You could win both. Wow. Daryl, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, is there a place that people can find you, or would you prefer to stay anonymous? <laughs> is Daryl even your real name? Oh, you can't. You can't. Oh, it is my name. You can't find me anywhere. If you have my phone number, you can call me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, you can you can find me with um, Sahara, who is Arjuna's girlfriend, her sister's Instagram. So it's like back channel ways that you can find me, but I have no social media. Smart I'll man, smart man. And hey, congratulations again. You did just have a, a baby girl. Um, so thank you for taking time out of your oh, yeah. busy day to... to and, hang with us. And Daryl has become an expert baker. Uh, really? In, in, uh, I'm not an expert. <laughs> yeah. No, not an expert. Are you going to make... Some things get burnt. Are you going to make blue macaroons <laughs> for Tori? Ooh. Oh, I might try yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you do, please send us please send us some. I'd love to, to try them out. Send us a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, definitely. 
Thanks, guys. I appreciate Thank it. You. Thanks, Daryl. And as always, guys, you can find us once again on Twitter at Was It Good, Instagram, Was It Good BTM. And as always, we do these podcasts live on twitch.tv slash Was It Good. Uh, make sure you jump in, have fun, tell us we're right and we're beautiful and <laughs> the world will be right. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>